This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women. I'm Sue Tab, and along with my co-host Kendra Petroni, we are thrilled to welcome Emmy-winning journalist and co-anchor of WCVB's nightly news magazine Chronicle, Shayna Seymour. As the co-anchor of Boston's iconic news program, Shayna highlights some of the best and most hidden gems throughout New England and beyond. She has had the opportunity to interview celebrities like Oprah and Ellen. In an effort to serve the community, Shayna has served as MC for the annual Boston MLK Breakfast, the nation's longest-running premiere event dedicated to honoring the legacy, of course, of Dr. King. In addition, she has served as a moderator at the annual Massachusetts Conference for Women, the largest women's conference in a leadership forum in the state. Chronicle is celebrating their 40th anniversary on the air, and we are thrilled to have Shana here today. Good morning, Shana, and welcome to the show. Hi, Sue. Hi, Kendra. Thanks so much for having me today. And I got to say, every time you say our 40th anniversary, I get so giddy. It's just a smile comes across my face. It's very exciting. Well, and it should be. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a huge milestone. So I have to start by saying congratulations for the incredible success on Chronicle and the 40th anniversary of the show. Uh, but also for being one of the few Massachusetts women who have made it to uh, the top in one of the toughest television markets around. I mean, Boston, you're from Western Mass like me. Did you always have aspirations of being a journalist, Shana? Kind of take us through how you ended up at Chronicle. All right. Well, I'll try to give you the short version of this story. But growing up, I always had an interest in fashion or in television. And I've been very blessed to be able to do both. Out of undergrad, I actually got a job with corporate gap in San Francisco, and then I ended up in their New York offices. And while I was there in New York, this this burning interest to, to do something in television was within me. And I had no, I was like, how do you get on TV? I, I don't know, even know how this worked. Um, so I started taking some classes at NYU, and I absolutely loved it with the end goal of maybe one day being an embedded reporter on the red carpet in California. <laughs> um, and um, I loved it. And I was kind of at this crossroads because I had a great job with the Gap that I really enjoyed as well. Um, but I also had this nagging interest to kind of follow my desire and go into television. I had jury duty at, you know, at, at that time. And one of the fellow jurors was like, it's your obligation to yourself to see this through. I had talked to her about my dilemma, and that just stuck with me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go after this. So I went on to get my master's in broadcast journalism from Syracuse University, Newhouse School of Broadcast Journalism. And... 
things just kind of went from there. I got a job. I was so fortunate to get a job back in Western Mass at yeah. the ABC affiliate there, WGGB, ABC 40. Um, and they hired me as a general assignment reporter and then promoted me to morning anchor and then morning and noon anchor. And at the same time, it was funny, um, my, I started dating my now husband, boyfriend at the time. He was living in Boston, so I was really just trying to get to Boston. I was like, forget L.A., I'm in love. Um, and <laughs> and uh, Chronicle reached out. And it was actually the, the perfect, perfect job for me because it allowed me to explore my interest in feature human interest stories and interview people like Oprah and Ellen. But it was here in New England, in my hometown, my area. So it was perfect. And I never imagined when I signed on almost 16 years ago that I would still be here. But uh, you know, other than my husband, it's been my longest relationship. <laughs> so it's it's been great. It's been a great ride. Shana, I read that one of your favorite sayings is teamwork makes the dream work. I love that. And I think we can all agree that believing in the people you work with and having your coworkers believe in you is really the key to making any show a true success. What goes into making a show like Chronicle? Like, how do you guys find the places and the people that you feature on the show? Okay, wait, before you, I answer that, how did you hear that about me? Because, yes, I say that all the time. Teamwork <laughs> makes the teamwork. And it is um, my wedding slogan. Oh. <laughs> so I'm just curious. You, you really read that somewhere? I did. I have it. my ways, Shana. I yes, find everything. We uncover <laughs> everything. Got, you, <laughs> you girls, you ladies are good. Um, <laughs> so how do we find the places and the people that we feature? Well, we are very, very lucky. Because we've been on the air for so long, we've established our credibility. And people send us pitches all of the time. And that definitely, we have files and files of resources to go to. We're looking for stories in Maine. We have a Maine file. We're looking for stories of what's new. We have a what's new file. We're looking oh. for human interest stories. We have a human interest story file. So that that helps right there. But all the producers and reporters have their own style, their own interests, their own way of storytelling. And if there's a topic that we're interested in, assuming that it makes sense for the show, we pretty much have the freedom, the ability to explore and tell the story how we see it. We're a single-topic show, and we have 30 minutes to explore that one topic, even like a topic like pizza, all the different ways you can make pizza, all the special pizza stores, shops that are out there, that stories behind and the history behind how pizza is made. So we really have this creative freedom to do whatever we want, and that, that's great, and we're encouraged to do so. I want to ask you a personal question <laughs> about your personal <laughs> life. I mean, aside from anchoring Chronicle and being a public figure in your life on the air, you are also a mom and you have a young family. And I think a lot of women see you and they think, oh, my gosh, look, this mm -hmm. woman has it all. Talk a little bit about how you juggle all of that. You know, what's challenging and how do you overcome any of these obstacles to try to create balance in your life? Yes, 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 all of the above. And mm -hmm. as you mentioned earlier, teamwork makes the dream work, right? Mm -hmm. It is a constant balance. I have to say I am extremely lucky to have a very supportive husband, and I could not do this without his partnership and his support of my career, truly, first and foremost. And, you know, he's busy as well and has a career, and it is a constant juggling act <laughs> in our household. And 
you know, I also have great mommy friends, and it takes a village. It, it truly does. I, you know, just on a side note, a few years ago, like, we had to buy a whole new bigger car to get in the carpool game if we were going to have our kids be involved in anything because we couldn't do it by ourselves. It is mm-hmm. a village. There are times, you know, honestly, when I definitely feel stretched and I feel like I am just checking the boxes to try to get everything done. Um, my family is, without a doubt, my number one priority. And there are times when I have to say no to things in my career that I would love to pursue, but it just doesn't make sense at the time. And I just can't do it all. And that has been hard, honestly. It's hard, but it's harder. I have learned to miss out things out on things with my family. And, you know, if I'm doing something with work and something great is going on with my kids and my husband, like I just, I have this nagging feeling inside of me. And I've had to learn this, that I'm like, I want to be there. I want to be there. And, and, you know, I've learned this through trial and error. And I just, you know, hope that opportunities continue to come down the road. You know, nothing's guaranteed, but I think timing is everything. And you have to kind of make the choice in that moment of what makes sense for you and your family, you know, raising a a family, you know, it constantly changes and things that I was not able to do when my kids were young, I have more freedom and flexibility to do them now as they're older. And that will, you know, continue to change as they continue to change. Um, I really do feel like timing is key. Mm. Um, And I am constantly striving, as I mentioned before, for that balance. You know, it, it is hard, but I, you know, and it's, it is something that I have not figured out yet, and I'm still trying to figure out. None of um, us have. Not, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> right. we, no, we don't know what we're doing either. None of us do. <laughs> Every day is a new day, and you yep. just juggle the balls. That's all. <laughs> yeah. You know, as some, a good friend told me once when I first started, you know, when I first had kids, they're like, taking six months chunks because mm-hmm. it, it, it will change always. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and that has been very, very true. Shana, I, you know, you mentioned it earlier. I love that a show like Chronicle has lasted here in Boston because I think when most of us think of an entertainment lifestyle type of show, your mind immediately goes to New York or California. I know growing up, I always thought that's where I had to go to do something fun, to do any kind of an entertainment style show. That's where I would have to go. But, you know, Chronicle is right in our backyard. It's another part of that reachable dream, I think, for more women to believe that right here in New England, you can deliver the fun, the happy side of what's going on in the community. Do you get a sense that most viewers are looking for a lighthearted, positive style story? I think now more than ever they are. I mean, we have a range of stories that we tell, you know, from the human interest features, lighthearted stuff to the harder stuff. But consistently over the years, and especially now, you know, our main streets and back roads, those travel shows and our food shows, tend to be our highest rated shows. You know, people want us to take them someplace to show them something, show them what's happening in their own backyard. You know, and during the height of the pandemic and all the political turmoil in recent years, people would write and tell us how much they loved Chronicle because it was an escape from everything else that was going on. It was 30 minutes of calm. It was 30 minutes of positive stories, you know. With news, you hear that slogan, if it leads, it bleeds. That's not Chronicle. Like, we're showing you all of the positive things that are going on in our community. And that people love that. And I think that that's one of the reasons why we have been able to be so successful over all of these years. Because we have the platform to, to do that. 
It's been, of course, a tough two years for all of us amid this pandemic, Shana. But how did that affect Chronicle? Um, you know, I think with Chronicle, people are used to people engaging with other people mm -hmm. and you guys really immersing into the communities um, whose stories you're telling. So tell us how that's affected the show. Well, you know, I think with everyone, what was the key word? Pivot, right? Mm -hmm. all, all, everyone in all industries had to pivot. Anthony and I were no longer able to anchor together. And actually now, because of the rise in Omicron, we have to separate as well. So we've, we've had to switch how we do things. We've been a well-oiled machine for so many years. And we had to reinvent the wheel, which I think long-term will benefit us, benefit us because we've had to really think out of the box. Um during a really tough time, but we actually, you know, surprisingly, and I, this is credit to the team of people who put Chronicle on the show, on the air every single night, I think during the 2021 season, don't quote me on this, but I believe I heard this, we were only down 10% of our shows, which is incredible, but we quickly wow. had to, like, readapt. We had to create new franchises, like do-it-yourself from home, cooking from home, bringing top chefs you know, asking them to demonstrate how they cook their favorite meal from their own uh, home kitchens. And right. people were just on board. I mean, I, we know, like, during that time, everybody wanted to help everyone out, which was great. It was truly a community. And that helped. And we tried to tell the stories of the time, tell the stories of what's happening. And our viewers were very forgiving that we, you know, had this amazing production, uh, well-produced production on every night, but we were able to still give our viewers something. And viewers wanted something that during that time. And we're thankful that we were able to learn how to do things differently. We were able to adapt and our viewers adapted with us. And now I'm happy to say that production is pretty much 90% back to normal, um, but with opportunities for growth. Wonderful news. If you're just waking up and tuning in, you are listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. We've been talking with Shana Seymour. She's the Emmy-winning journalist and co-anchor of Boston's iconic news magazine, Chronicle. For more than four decades, Chronicle has delivered viewers the stories that explore the fabric of New England, ranging from main streets and back roads to the latest in travel, dining, shopping, nightlife, and so much more. This past week, Shana, along with her co-anchor, Anthony Everett, celebrated Chronicle's 40th anniversary. Let's get back to our conversation. Shana, you know, we can't really talk about Chronicle without mentioning the recent passing of the beloved former Chronicle co-anchor Mary Richardson. Mm. Mary was the first woman in Boston to co-anchor an 11 p.m. newscast. I mean, she definitely set the bar high and in many ways, I think, paved the way for women in broadcasting. What kind of an impact did she have on you and what, if anything, did you learn from her? Oh, gosh, that's such a great question, and thank you for asking about Mary. You know, it, there is something about Mary, right? Mary Richardson was a trailblazer. She built the foundation of Chronicle, and it was a huge loss for our Chronicle family. And I just want to add, she was such an elegant storyteller. She's so smart and so kind and, of course, will be dearly missed. Um, and it's interesting, going back to what we were talking about, about family and balance, and Mary was actually – Right when I started in 2006, she told me, she gave me the best piece of advice. She said, it is okay to say no. And at the time, that didn't mean as much to me as it does now. But she said, you know, you're going to 
hopefully one day have a family. You're going to have a career. And people are always going to pull you and ask you to do everything. And you're going to want to do everything for everybody because that's just what we do. But it is okay to say no. And I listened and I heard her. And that advice has stayed with me to this day. And for young women that come up in this industry, I try to pass that same advice along to them and be like, the great Mary Richardson told me this, and and that has helped me so much throughout my own career. What great advice. I know. I'm, I'm thinking, as you were yeah. saying it, I'm listening to your words, and I'm thinking, okay, I have to do that myself. I have well, to, and I think as women, right? as women, it's particularly oh. hard because we're nurturers and right. we're peacemakers and we're, you know, we, we try to make yeah. everything okay, and so we want to make everybody happy. And, and at some point, I guess you have to draw boundaries, create mm-hmm. limits, and say no to some yeah. things. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And it was, I don't know if Mary was having a day and she felt pulled, but I, I remember her coming to me and just being like, you know, I want to give you some advice. And, and I remember that. I remember sitting at my desk. And I'm like, oh, yes, Mary, what? 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 what your advice? <laughs> and I just listened. And I'm just, I, I, I just remember the day so well. And I'm just so happy that she passed that message along to me because it really has resonated. Wow, that's great advice. We definitely need to take it for sure. I know. Uh, Chronicle debuted in 1982. Oh my God, that's the year I was born. <laughs> and you've been with the show for 16 years. Do you have a favorite moment, a story, or even a place that you featured or that you visited? I know it's a tough question, but if you can narrow I, one down. I <laughs> know uh, there's so many favorite moments, but I have to say interviewing the queen of talk, Oprah, was <gasps> probably my all-time aha Oprah Chronicle moment. It was the season 24 kickoff of the Oprah Winfrey show, and she invited different reporters from the affiliates to come out and cover the event. They had shut down all of Michigan Ave, Magnificent Mile, for a huge block party. Black Eyed Peas performed. um, And it was awesome. There was a flash mob of thousands of people. Oprah didn't know about it. And during the interview, we were up on a double-decker bus, and thousands of fans were below us shouting, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. And at the time, no one knew I was pregnant with my firstborn, my son, eight weeks pregnant, and I was so sick. I had no idea (laughs) what was about to come. And the whole time when I'm sitting there having this moment with Oprah, who couldn't have been more gracious and kind, I thought I was going to throw up on Oprah. Oh, my. Can you imagine? (laughs) There's going going to be some blooper reel or or a headline, young reporter throws up on Oprah during season 24 (laughs) kickoff party. And I remember now, like, the Black Eyed Peas were performing of their hit, I got a feeling tonight's going to be a good night or a good night. And every time I hear that song now, it reminds me of that day. It reminds me of that special moment. And for me, that is definitely because it incorporates my son. It incorporates Oprah. Mm-hmm. It incorporates, like, entertainment. Um, my favorite probably chronicle moment over the years. I can't even imagine. Like, you're pregnant. You're also nervous. Right. Because you're gonna sitting say. with Oprah. Yeah. And I would just have had, I'd, I would have been sweating. I would I, have thrown up. I <laughs> keep in mind, this was pre-COVID, so we were close. I was close to Oprah. I could touch Oprah. So I'm like, I'm going to throw up on Oprah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and this is awful. And I couldn't even, like, 
I was taking in the moment, but I was just, to your point, I was just so nervous, one, because I'm sitting here talking to Oprah, but then nervous, like, like I, this could really happen. Like, this Thank God. Well, these are the stories that are so fun to hear. So tell us what we can expect for the 40th anniversary of Chronicle. Can you share any details of, of what's coming up on the show? Uh, well, I can tell you that it is packed with gems from the Chronicle Vault. We will reflect on four decades of New England storytelling, looking back at our wildest adventures, trace the history of our obsession with food, because you know we love to eat on Chronicle. We'll reintroduce viewers to some of our quirkiest characters over the years and take a look at what has changed and what has remained the same in the Boston area. It's a great show. We have worked so hard on it. Um, and we hope that our viewers and everyone out there will enjoy it because it is truly a labor of love. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's evident that it is right. because it's so beautifully produced and, and delivered. Is there anything that you haven't done on the show or anyone that you w- wish you could interview in the future? Anybody on your list? Well, I haven't had Sue and Kendra on. <laughs> oh, uh, so... <laughs> You yeah, would love to be on. I see that. <laughs> this exceptional women show that you guys have is awesome. So we might have to figure out how to do that. You know, I don't know. I feel, I feel so blessed. We, the, the show just allows us as correspondents to do things we would could possibly never imagine and do like just in regular normal life. Um, so I, there's nothing out there that I have my eye on. I always love the travel. I, I hope that we're able to start traveling again, even beyond New England like we used to in the past. But, you know, the pandemic has slowed that down. Um, You know, I'm just appreciative of the moment. And, you know, whoever comes my way, I love doing interviews. I love doing the celebrity interviews. So, you know, I'll take anything. I'm just, just happy to be a part of the team, truly. Yeah. Did you have any female role models, you know, growing up that that have influenced your, not just your career, but the way you live your life, really? Yeah, my mom. Um, She had a really big job um, when I was a kid. She was the provost and senior vice chancellor at University of Massachusetts. And she had to find the balance. And I got to tell you, I didn't truly appreciate what she was able to do until now. Um, but looking at her and looking at the attention and the time she was able to give to us and be successful in her own career, it definitely um, gave me the motivation and inspired me to try want to try to do the same. And I just have an appreciation so much more now for what she was able to accomplish because I know how hard it must have been. Um, so I love you, Mom, if you hear this. And great job. Well, Shana, this has been so wonderful talking with you. Thank you for being such a positive image and a role model for all of us women, especially here in Boston. You really have exemplified what hard work can achieve. It's a total honor for us to call you an exceptional woman, and we look forward to another 40 years of you bringing us along in every New England adventure. Thank you so much. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on, and thank you for what you're doing. These stories are so important, and 
it's so important to hear from a range of women because everyone's journey is different. And I appreciate that you have put me in this group of exceptional women. Oh, thank you, Shana. Thank you to Shana Seymour for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. We talk with celebrities and CEOs, but we are always interested in talking with your neighbors and coworkers and friends who are quietly making an impact in their communities. Go to magic1067.com and email us if you know someone you'd like to recommend to be featured on our program. And you can follow us on Instagram. It's at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. We'd love to hear from you and be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.